Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Welcome to Tradies Use in a Nutshell. It is Tuesday, the 26th of April, 2022. Daniel Pettigrew in the chair for the next hour before Maddie White uh, filling in for Vossi again and Greg Brandy Alexander take you through the breakfast show from 6am. Well, where do we start? Uh, so much to get through between now and 6am. Uh, in a second, we'll have a look back at the two amazing matches, completely different matches, but two amazing matches from yesterday. Wins to the Dragons and a massive win to the Melbourne Storm over the Warriors. We'll talk about that in just a second. Also, in about 15 minutes' time, we're going to cross the USA and speak to our regular correspondent, Chris Perkins, who loves talking to us each and every Tuesday morning and actually whenever uh, he has anything for us. So we'll chat to him in around about 15 minutes' time from now. As per usual, the number the same, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 You can text 0457-736-736 at 1 past 5. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Uh, well, firstly, hope you all had a good day yesterday. Hope you all had a good long weekend, ready to get back to the another short working week, only a four-day working week for most of you. Um, I don't really know where we'll start. Look, let's start at the SCG, uh, the Roosters and the Dragons. Uh, 35-odd thousand there. I was out there uh, yesterday. The NRL, they do, such just before you get into the game, the NRL do just such a great job of uh, honouring Anzac Day. Uh, and again, yesterday was just brilliant. 35,000, as I say, at the game. And, well, the game itself, uh, I don't think many people expected it to go that way. Uh, the Dragons got off uh, to an early lead, 6-0, and then at halftime leading 14-0. And I thought they were superb during the first half. I thought they were very good. Ben Hunt, he's in career best form. Um, but the whole team was very, very good. And then the second half, the Roosters got that first try to get it back to 14 points to six. And you kind of, it kind of had that feeling at that point in time that maybe the Roosters would just click and uh, run away with it. They got it back to 14-12 uh, with about 10 or so minutes to go. But the Dragons managed to hold on despite uh, Sam Walker uh, running down the sideline uh, with, what, about 30 seconds left on the clock. But uh, they couldn't... Uh, get over the try line there and the Dragons held on for a much deserved victory. We'll talk more about the game in just a second, but if you did miss any of it, uh, you can have a listen to it right now. Out the back, they play flat. Ricky Molo's goal through. Dragons get the first try. Gets the ball away to Butcher. Play flat to Alka. Ah, oh, Kiri. Kiri said it. Gets it away to Walker. Yes, Walker. Walker goes through and scores. Walker scores on Anzac Day, but do they want to check it out? They're coming a little easy. Well, there's going to be no try. You find that Walker caught the ball and ran behind the lead runner. Ben Hunt, crossfield kick. They're targeting Momorowski, who leaps high. Lost the ball, cut back. Still scores the try. For me, this is a try. 
was the Queensland back rower, Jaden Sua, and the Dragons up by 10 with a kick to come. Now comes out the back to Tedesco, and once again they go for the quick pass. Tedesco over the 40, here's the race, here's Ravalala, gets it out to Manu, Manu steps in field, back to Tedesco, he dummies, no it's still Manu, and he's 18 metres left, away. Yeah. They must go left, life is peaceful there. They'll play the ball 16 metres out, they go to the left hand side, it comes away to Kiri to Walker, Walker to the line, double pumps, now they get it to Butcher, here's the telly! Life is peaceful. Out on the left-hand side, the Roosters, they strike. The Gunslinger's got it in Walker. Out the back away to Crichton, they go to Suwali. Puts oh, it back right. inside, and Manu, he just dived over. And now, we'll click your seatbelt in. We've got a long 11 minutes remaining. 14 points to 10. The Dragons hanging on by the skin of their teeth. The Roosters have a kick next to the post. There goes Walker. Walker's looking for support. He finds Turbo. Turbo over the top. Ball goes lost. The Dragons dive oh, on it. No. The Dragons dive on it. They had another chance to take it and steal it. But the Dragons may hold on for a famous Anzac victory. Yeah, just another one of those famous Anzac Day games. Dragons 14 over the Roosters 12. And Dragons fan, you must be pretty happy. Win over the Knights last weekend and then against one of the so-called Premiership big guns uh, last or yesterday afternoon. Well done uh, to the Dragons and hopefully they can build on that form. A good start uh, mainly to the season for them. Uh, and Roosters fans, uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A few question marks, I reckon. And um, look, the Dragons were the better team yesterday, no doubt, but... Aside from probably when the Roosters played the Cowboys about a month ago, they haven't really clicked into gear. They've done enough to win a lot of their games, but I don't know. They're just some worrying signs, but uh, still a long way to go. I did see Trent Robinson. No, I didn't see it, but I heard that um, he said that a few players had the flu, which might explain a bit of their performance. I I would say uh, that Paul Momorowski um, might find himself in a bit of uh, danger to keep his position, a bit of trouble to keep his position uh, with Billy Smith and also Adam Kieran, I'd say, uh, looking to keep uh, to get into that centre position, especially Billy Smith once he's fit again. But uh, it's all on again next weekend. So well done uh, to the Dragons. Dragons 14 over the Roosters 12. And just on that Daniel Tupo incident as well, um, I was very surprised he was not sin-bint. Uh, now, whether he meant to do it or not, um, I doubt he did, but... You see those sin bin nine times out of ten, so I'm not entirely sure uh, why he wasn't uh, sin binned at least uh, for that incident. Um, but stays on the field. It will be interesting though later today if he does get charged. If he does, I believe it will be his first charge in his career, which is quite remarkable. Um, so we'll see what happens with that over the course of the next uh, 12 hours or so as the charge sheet comes out. If you were there yesterday, did you enjoy it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now, uh, I was at the SCG and I made my way home and watched the first half of the Melbourne Warriors game. And I think it was about, about, about 16 points to 10, the Storm halftime, something like that. Um, and then, because I've got to be up early, I uh, decided to go to bed um, and thought I'd check the score when I woke up in the morning. And I got this text from a friend of mine saying two great games, um, the Roosters and the Dragons won. And then I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe it was a close game between the Warriors and the Storm. Uh, I opened my phone, Storm 70 over the Warriors 10, 70 points to 10. Uh, just an unbelievable, especially in the second half. So, uh few tries in the first half, but then tries in the 47th, 50th, 52nd, 
58th, 60th, 66th, 68th, 72nd, 77th and 78th minute for the Melbourne Storm. 70 points to 10. It equals, they did score 70 once against the Dragons many, many years ago. Equals the club record, but that is really bad for the Warriors. Now, if you missed any of the highlights, and it is a slightly longer highlights package than uh, we would usually run, but we have to play it. This is what happened last night. The Storm 70 of the Warriors 10. Through the hands of Johnson, running across field, out the back to Harris DeVita, then to Reese Walsh, floating ball and dropping it, Cozzy, and into the hands of Pappenhausen. He's down the touchline, inside to Hughes, Pappenhausen backing up, Hughes doesn't have the pace, or does he? He's still going, Hughes, he does have the pace, and he will score. They'll go 95 metres, the Melbourne Storm, and make the Warriors pay for a mistake. 4-0 with a kick to come, Jerome Hughes, the try scorer. Floats it back to Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith running around in circles. Does he know it's the last tackle? He gives it back to King. Big Nelson, oh, the crossfield kick. Hang on! Dallin Mattel taken by Pappenhausen. What? Try assist, Nelson, a softer Solomona. Ryan Pappenhausen, another try. And the Melbourne Storm extend the lead. Gives it to Jerome Hughes and gives it to Munster floating over the top. Meany gets a double. A well-worked play by the Melbourne Storm and Nick Meany gets an easy try and maybe, just maybe, with half an hour to go, the floodgates are starting to open. Brandon Smith that comes to Munster. Munster to Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen dummies. Pushes over the top of one, two. Reaches out and scores. He's got another one, Ryan Pappenhausen. His 10th of the year. And they're unstoppable at the moment, the Melbourne Storm. To Grant now, Pappenhausen floating over the top. Coates has got a hat trick. He's in and brings it round under the oh. black dot. And no Warriors player was within Cooey. 48-10 with a kick to come. It's about to be 50. That try and the way he was able to bring it round won't please Nathan Brown. And it comes through the hands of Smith and Hughes is going to kick. Coates is chasing for oh. number four. What about the pace? And he does. He gets there. He just went swoosh past Cozzy and grounded the ball inside the touching goal line for try number four. 54-10 with a kick to come. Up. Comes across field. Munster into a yawning oh, gap please. goes Jerome Hughes around the fullback. Reese Walsh and under the black dot. He gets his second and it's 58-10. Kick to come. It'll soon be 60. Come down the short side. Grant inside to Munster. Into open space. Justin oh. Ollum for the corner. Reese Walsh chasing. And Reese Walsh tackles. But he gets up and goes again. And there's your 70. Oh. Yeah, quite unbelievable. Melbourne Storm 70 over the Warriors 10. Uh, just on in the background here. In the first half, it was 4 all after 21 minutes between the Storm and the Warriors. 70 points to 10. Uh, the storm over the Warriors uh, get gets me, gets me thinking on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six biggest one sided matches not just in the NRL but in any sport or victories there must be more than uh, just that one Melbourne seventy over the Warriors ten Ryan Pappenhausen uh, spoke after the game let's just have a listen uh, to a very happy Ryan Pappenhausen after the Storm's victory. Yeah, it was quite unbelievable that second half. Um, 
they obviously had a few injuries and um, that always helps a little bit. But yeah, really pleased, especially with that defensive effort. Um, we didn't let them score a try in the second half. And um, yeah, I don't really know what to say. It's, it's, it's <laughs> awesome to score that many points, but it's, it's a privilege to play on this special day as well. As I said, it's a very special day and um, the morning's very emotional. And um, we come out here and we, we, we got the honour to be able to play on Anzac Day. And um, like you said, it's a privilege driving to the game and, and knowing you're going to play in such of a big crowd and a really good turnout tonight. So it was an amazing feeling and um, yeah, we're really lucky. I think it was, we just weren't getting the right footy in the first half. Um, there was a lot of coming out of our own end and um, by the time we got down to the good ball, we were all fatigued. So um, it was just about getting back in that rhythm and um, we knew things would turn. I think their penalty count was pretty high and um, we knew things would turn. So we just had to hang in there and, and play our footy and then and we got the opportunity to capitalise. So that was the mentality, but um, yeah, we were cooking at half time there. Yes, yeah, certainly were. And uh, 70 points to 10. Greg Alexander worked on that uh, game for Fox Sports. We'll have a chat with him a little later on in the show uh, before he uh, comes along with breakfast with Matty White this morning. Uh, just before a break, uh, just some injuries, though, out of yesterday's game and, indeed, uh, the weekend itself. Uh, now the Warriors, uh, we know they got smashed, but Della Wittenny-Selesniak uh, suffered a sickening uh, concussion, while Josh Curran has a suspected MCL injury, which is devastating news uh, for him. Meanwhile, uh, Storm said to Remus Smith, he suffered a cheekbone injury, um, from a high shot. Uh, so, yeah, Josh Curran, Apostle MCL. Uh, the West Tigers, uh, they've been dealt a cruel blow after scans revealed the full extent of Dan Laurie's injury. I'll get to that in a second. And a few injuries for the Dragons. So, uh, let's start with the Dragons. Uh, Jack Bird and Jaden Sewer both left the field injured with uh, about a half left to play in the Anzac Day clash. Now, Bird, he initially uh, clutched his ankle going down early in the first half, but he didn't return for the second with a reported broken arm. Now, uh, I didn't notice that on the field. He did look like he was struggling with a leg injury. So that's bad news uh, for um, the Dragons there. And Jaden Sewer going off the field as well. Uh, caught in an ugly incident. Nothing wrong with it, uh, but an ugly incident with um, Jared Rear Hargraves. Uh, Jaden Sewer had a scan on his ankle. Meanwhile, we know about the Tigers. They obviously won on Saturday night against the Rabbitohs. But uh, Dane Laurie... Uh, down with knee injury. Now, sounds like it is a grade two MCL injury. Adam Dewey, he's still a month or so away from returning, uh, meaning he's likely to return around the same time as Dane Laurie. They would love to ha have Adam Dewey back now and into that fullback position uh, for the next month or so. And he's a big loss, Adam, uh, well, Adam Dewey is, but Dane Laurie, he's been playing some fantastic football over the past few weeks. And uh, all credit to Jackson Hastings, obviously, and Luke Brooks, but uh, Dane Laurie, we know how good he's been for the Tigers, not just this year, but uh, last year as well. So uh, they'll be wanting to see him back on the field as soon as possible. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 uh, Your thoughts on yesterday, the biggest uh, one-sided sporting victories that you can remember, 0457 736 736. Just before a break, we've got some EPL, live EPL action this morning. 15 minutes gone, and it's Crystal Palace and Leeds United, nil all. Uh, Crystal Palace leads nil all. Crystal Palace, they're sitting in 14th position on the EPL ladder. Uh, whilst Leeds are in 16th, um, you would think they will be okay. They're currently uh, sitting on 34 points. 
Uh, but only five points away from that relegation zone. So important game for Leeds. Crystal Palace will be safe, you'd imagine, there on 38. So uh, Leeds would want to get that win. We'll keep you across that throughout this show and no doubt on the breakfast show. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. After this, we'll have a chat with Chris Perkins in the United States of America. It is quarter past five. You're listening to Traders News in a Nutshell. It is at 20 past five. Don't forget this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. You're with Daniel Pedigree. Traders News in a nutshell on this Tuesday morning. Our start of a working week for most of uh, you. And, of course, yesterday, Dragons 14, Roosters 12, Storm 70 over the Warriors 10. Uh, still can't quite get over that uh, result. All right, let's uh, have a chat now to Chris Perkins from the United States of America. Just as we do that, uh, just an update in the EPL game between Crystal Palace and Leeds. 21 minutes gone and it's nil all between Crystal Palace and Leeds. And in fact, Chris, as I welcome you into the show and say good morning to you, you're just telling me in the ad break there you're actually watching uh, that match live in America. Yeah, a good way to spend the Monday afternoon over here watching the Premier League. Uh, Leeds... Uh Almost, or no, Crystal Palace almost got one uh, a few minutes ago. Good defensive play and a counterattack saved a goal for Leeds. So, still nil all. Do you do you have an EPL team? Uh, my team's Newcastle United. Ah, we have a Newcastle United. Has been United. for 25 years. We have a Newcastle United fan in the office uh, who was quite happy, I think, with the win over the, over the weekend. Yeah, mine's Liverpool. Um, so, it's been an interesting... Uh, few weeks for them, but they're one point behind Man City at the moment, so anything could happen. I think four or five matches left. Um, look, let's just uh, turn our attention though to American sport, which is why we've got you on, and what's uh, the latest in the NBA playoffs things starting to heat up there? Well, yeah, we're getting deeper into the first round of the playoffs. We've got great series going on. Uh, we have a couple of series that have been kind of stinkers. Uh <laughs> Philadelphia, Toronto, to name one. Boston and Brooklyn, to name another one. Those two, those two series could actually end tonight. Mm. Uh, Brooklyn down three games to none to Boston. Game four tonight in Brooklyn. Uh, the the big news over the weekend has been Ben Simmons. Will he play? Mm. There was thoughts he might play game three Saturday. He didn't do it, but they were thinking, okay, yeah, he'll play game four. Uh, no. And Ben Simmons has officially been gone from being one of the best young players in the NBA to a $40 million a year punchline. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, isn't it? He, yeah, you, you, I knew Fuller much more closely than me, but uh, the past year or so, or two years for Ben Simmons, it hasn't been fantastic, has it? No, it hasn't, and it's really weird because he was he was very good under mm. his rookie contract. It's like when he signed that extension, he got content, decided, you know what, I'm getting a lot of money, I don't need to work anymore, and, and it's it, it's it makes no sense, but that's just the vibe I get from from Ben Simmons, and the problem is, you know, you play or uh, the lack of play that we've seen from Ben Simmons under this. Uh, extension means he's not get a nice lucrative third contract, which is what a lot of players really are looking for. It is interesting in, in sport where, and yet we have it locally here in Australia, and obviously you mentioned Ben Simmons, but it happens all across the world where, and look, Simmons a bit different, but where players sign to big contracts for, at, at, in some res, uh, circumstances, for many, many years, and uh, they just. A lot of them do deliver, but some of them don't. And some of them, you know, and, and even 
in situations where uh, I know with like with the NRL here, Chris, but again, the same with every sport is you have uh, the young players that kill it for the first few years and they're going to be the next big thing. And then over the couple of years, they just sort of just disappear. Yeah. And it's hard to explain sometimes. Mm. Uh, sometimes, you know, as you get older players kind of lose that fire. And again, when you sign a lucrative contract and Simmons signed a contract for $160 million that he's going to get paid every dime of, whether he plays every mm. game or plays none of them. So, you know, sometimes you can lose that fire. $160 million. I, I would be very happy with that. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd be happy with a lot less. I mean, listen, Philadelphia could have paid me a tenth of what Ben Simmons is. Philadelphia and Brooklyn combined could have paid me a tenth of what Ben Simmons is making for the exact same production, 0.0 rebounds a game. Yes, uh, I'd be happy with uh, $1 million, to be perfectly (laughs) perfectly honest, Uh, Chris. uh, uh, Just before we move away from the NBA and have a chat about the NFL, uh, who's looking the best in your eyes in the playoffs so far? Tell you what, Boston's look good. Uh, mm. They they've got they got lucky in game one, but the last couple of games they've looked really good, and they're up three games to none. They've got their big center back who had been out for a few games uh, after having um, a minor knee surgery, a meniscus tear in his knee. Robert Williams, he was back for game three, and Boston looks like they're just rolling on all cylinders. Same for Milwaukee, same for Miami, and. Uh, in their series, they're in control up three games to one, uh, possibly uh, able to eliminate their opponents in their uh, next game in game five. All right. Now the NFL draft, that begins on Thursday. Yeah, we have entered the final phase of NFL lying season uh, <laughs> where everybody is trying to get an edge. Uh, on who, who's going to be drafted. I mean, you have so many mock drafts trying to predict who's going to come out and the, who, who teams are going to take with their first-round draft pick. And everybody in NFL offices is lying, trying to hide their interest in certain players, and we've had so much movement. Uh, you could bet on this stuff. You can bet on who the first draft first draft pick is going to be and the market has moved so much it used to be Aiden Hutchinson a a defensive lineman out of Michigan was thought to be going number one to Jacksonville well Jacksonville it looks like at least according to the betting markets it's going to be a defensive end by the name of Trayvon Walker who played for Georgia the defending national champions Mm. that's going to go to go to Jacksonville with the number one pick at least if you believe the betters Okay, and the betting markets, they seem to know what's going on uh, with with a lot of stuff. So you you certainly uh, take that in consideration. But if if that's the case that Georgia takes Trayvon Walker, Detroit, who sits at number two, they're going to love it because they've been eyeing Aiden Hutchinson the entire time. The kid is from Michigan. He played at the University of Michigan. He'd be staying at home pretty much and be almost like a hometown hero there in Detroit and in the state of Michigan if he were to play and become a superstar there. It's always interesting um, talking about drafts. The AFL have a draft here. The NRL don't, and there's been a lot of talk uh, over well for many, many years. They tried to introduce one, I think, in the early 90s, and it uh, got thrown out of court. But it's something that a lot of people uh, in the NRL, a lot of people that know uh, much more about the game than myself, would love. But... I just don't see it happening in terms of the NRL, but obviously works very well for the NFL, as you'd expect it would. 
Yeah, and the NFL's been doing a draft since 1935, mm. so we're talking 90 years. And, and the way the draft is designed, it's designed to spread around that talent. Unlike in soccer, where these young kids who are coming up through soccer, coming up through academies, they can sign wherever they want. They're free to sign a contract with whatever team they want. Mm. In, in the NFL and in our sports, the draft is there to spread that talent around because the last thing you want to do is have five or six of the best college players coming out of college going into the NFL and all going to the same team. Uh, so, again, it's to spread spread the talent around, make the distribution a little fairer, and it's for competitive balance purposes. Yeah, exactly. And just before we let you go, uh, latest on the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, you want to talk about heartbreak <laughs> last night. Uh, Vegas, 4-2 lead with three minutes to go, and they're fighting for one of the last playoff spots in the Western Conference. Mm. Had a two-goal lead with three minutes to go mm. against a team, San Jose, that had lost 11 straight games. Mm. Gave up a goal, mm. and then with nine-tenths of a second left in regulation, mm. uh, San Jose got the equalizer, yeah. sent the game to overtime, and San Jose winds up winning the game in a shootout. So Vegas loses out on a point. They're, they're down five points. Uh, they're five points back at the final Western Conference playoff spot with three games to go. They play Dallas tomorrow night. If Dallas wins that game in regulation – Vegas eliminated from playoff contention for this season, which would be a major disappointment for the Vegas Golden Knights and their fans. But, man, to lose a game like that, you had a two-goal lead, and you had a lead with one second left in regulation and wound up losing. That that just hurts. Yeah. That's painful. Yeah, a lot of uh, – always happens in sport, doesn't it? A lot of heartbreaking moments in sport. Chris, thank you, mate. Uh, enjoy the afternoon of watching the EPL. I, I plan on it. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you, mate. We'll chat soon. All right. Chris Perkins there from the United States of America, who always does a great job. Fills us in on everything. We at least catch up with him once a week or whenever news breaks over there in America. And now a couple of things before a break. Um, Australian cricket legend Justin Langer has reportedly been ruled out of coaching the England's men's team. Now, according to the UK Telegraph, new ECB director of cricket, uh, Rob Key, has ruled a line through Langer and has approached South African Gary Kirsten uh, to become the new test coach. Uh, so there you go, Justin Langer. Uh, he's lost his job as the Australian coach a few months back and uh, doesn't look like he's going to be coaching um, England as well, which has been rumoured um, for a while, uh, but doesn't look like he'll be getting that job at this stage. Now, uh, in terms of other sport yesterday, just before a break, of course, we had the uh, two NRL games, but there are a couple of other things going on as well, including, of course, AFL and the Sydney Swans. Good win over Hawthorne, Sydney, 109 to 68 in Tasmania. And a close one in the traditional Anzac Day clash in Melbourne, uh, in terms of AFL, Collingwood 93 over Essendon, 82. Collingwood 93, Essendon 82. Uh, of course, the NRL uh, Dragons 14 over the Roosters 12. Melbourne 70 over the Warriors 10. Still can't get over that. Uh, A-League, Brisbane Raw and Melbourne Victory, they played out a one-all draw. And Liverpool, as I just mentioned to Chris, uh, defeated Everton 2-0 just to keep uh, their uh, 
Premier League hopes alive. Uh, one point behind Man City. Now, uh, coming up today, we've got, as we just talked to Chris about uh, some of the NBA uh, playoffs, uh, we've got um, also the EPL going on at the moment. Uh, and after 32 minutes there, it is still Crystal Palace and Leeds nil all. Crystal Palace and Leeds nil all uh, at the moment. 0457 736 736 or you can call 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. Come back with more. You are listening to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is 28 to 6. It is eight minutes to six o'clock. Coming up after the six o'clock news, Maddie White, Infovossi, and Greg Alexander, fresh from finding out who Cardi B was. Brandy is in the studio. Hello. G'day, Dean. Did you do your research yesterday on Cardi B? No, no, I'm too. I was too busy. Too busy. Too, too busy. busy. Um, now yes. uh, we'll be discussing the roosters. Oh, will you? Yes. I look and and to what it. the hell is going on with them? But <laughs> it, great win by the Dragons. Mm. Mm. Uh, fantastic day of footy. Uh, very. Unusual day of footy, particularly the second game. Yes. Uh, 70 to 10. I, can't, I don't think we had 70 points scored last year. We had some big no. scores. It was re- record point scoring mm. last year, but mm-hmm. no one got to 70. So uh, we'll talk about both games yesterday mm. and many other things. And yes. Fossey still... I don't know where he is. Where is he? I don't know. He's, He's still on the still train. Still on the train. Yes, yeah. exactly. Still on the train. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. Uh, that yeah, very interesting game. That Melbourne game. Uh, Sixteen. What was it? Fourteen. Sixteen. Ten and a half time. And then uh, the Melbourne Storm. Seventy points to ten. Quite unbelievable. Matty White, Greg Alexander, not too far away with your breakfast show for this Tuesday morning. Uh, now, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Z has texted in saying. Jerome Hughes is the best halfback in the competition by a mile. Even better than Nathan Cleary. Um, okay, that, that's an interesting take. Look, Jerome Hughes is a very, very good player. Um, Nathan Cleary, though, uh, premiership winning halfback last year at Penrith, New South Wales. Halfback, he's not. I don't think he's the Australian halfback. They haven't played really for a couple of years. Um, but interesting take. But Jerome Hughes, very good last night uh, and a very good player. But thank you uh, for that, Z. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I would still have uh, Nathan Cleary ahead of Jerome Hughes. However, Jerome Hughes, uh, very good player. And the Oval Treeman, one of our regular listeners, has texted in saying, Hi, Dan. There would be a multitude on one one-sided scores in sport after the Storm's uh, 70 points to 10 victory last night. Arguably one of the biggest on the world stage would be Germany's 7-1 win over Brazil in the World Cup semi-final. So I remember that. Uh, was that 2014, I think? Um, roughly around that anyway. Yeah, that was uh, a very, very surprising result. 7-1. Uh, over Brazil, who is, and look, Germany is a powerhouse of football, as we know, but uh, Brazil, uh, probably the powerhouse of football for many years. I do remember that. Thank you for uh, the tech, Yeovil Truman. Keep them coming in for uh, Matty White and also Brandy on 0457 736 736, or you can call 1300 01 1170. Now, EPL going on. There is uh, one match being played at the moment between Crystal Palace and Leeds United. And it is Crystal Palace and Leeds United at half-time. Uh, nil all. Uh, nil all between Crystal Palace and Leeds United. Also coming up on the breakfast show uh, this morning, uh, Michael Karianis, uh, Michelle Bishop, uh, Wade Graham will be on from the Cronulla Sharks as well. Lee Hatchabatellis and Brian Gorgian. So a very, very busy breakfast show for you Tuesday morning and all the wash-up 
from yesterday's wins by the Dragons over the Roosters and the Storm over the Warriors. Alana is next with the news. Then Manny White and Greg Alexander take you through your Tuesday morning breakfast show. Thank you for your company, and I will catch you back here tomorrow morning at 5am. Have a great day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.